is BS Show. I'm Brad Shelley, and uh, once again, the free Britney Spears. Remember the the, the girl? Free actually, Britney. Why can't you just leave her alone? <laughs> right. That was actually a guy, believe it or not, who did that. Do you know that? I do. That was a guy, but he looked like a girl. Anyway, a free Britney. Leave Britney alone. And you know what's interesting? It just came out yesterday, the recording of of when the final when the judge had the final hearing with Britney. Yeah. And she was in court with with her her father who was the uh, you know her executor uh-huh. or whatever he was a business manager and yes. the judge said the judge said uh, okay I release you from your executorship receivership whatever it is you know do you have anything to say to your father and she turned and looked at her father and said sayonara sucker <laughs> what what <laughs> do that again sayonara sucker <laughs> oh funny <laughs> Totally thought it was a different thing. Andy Cohen. Okay. <laughs> you totally made that up, didn't you? I did. <laughs> she didn't appear in court. It's all it's all by by video phone, by by Zoom or whatever the hell it is nowadays. You know, you don't meet with anybody anymore. It's all Zoom yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. You know, like you and I, we did we did our things yesterday, but that's a whole other yeah, story. Yeah, that was so much fun. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. It really was. Two anniversaries. First off. Yesterday, I forgot to talk about this yesterday. You know what yesterday was? What? It was the 20th anniversary of something for me. Of something for you? 20 years ago at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. How do I remember this? A little bit after 2 o'clock. I went to a doctor's office, actually a surgery suite, right there. I can still point the building out right there. If you go on the ramp from westbound 40 on the northbound 270, you point that building, not the one that's right on the corner there, but the one is you go around the corner, you get get north on on, on 270, that building right there, surgery suite. I was there. Yes. My oldest son, who at the time I think was 16 years old, just had his driver's license not that long because he had to drive me. I was there to have my RK surgery. Now, keep in mind, I even kept a little diary at the time, and I found it recently. I kept a diary at the time, and I wrote on January 3rd, 2002, today my life changes. And little did I know how prophetic that was. So I had my surgery, and I was all pumped for this. So I'm out in the waiting room, and the way, you know, they they had a whole bunch of people, and you show up, and and the doctor, the the optometrist, they have an optometrist, does one more look at your eyes, and, you know, okay, you you had any kind of infection or anything like that, you're feeling good, everything, you're sick, blah, 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 check, 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 okay, so they put you in a queue, and in a waiting room, and they give you a Xanax to sort of, like, zone you out, okay, they don't knock you out, they just Xanax you, so you go in this room, and they want you to go in there with whoever your person is. So I'm in there with my son. And there's like three or four other people all within their SOs. Um, and there's a big screen TV. And it's the output of the the scope that they perform the operations with. You know what I'm saying? So in other words, you can, actually, you can actually watch the op- – you're sitting there watching the operations. So you see, you know, one eye, you know, on one person. Next eye, boom, door opens out, they come. Another person goes in. Left eye, right eye, boom. Door opens, another person goes in. Sort of like assembly line kind of thing. So you get to the point where <clears throat> you realize, okay, I, it doesn't look that complicated. You know, we can do this. No big deal. So my turn. I go in, they, you know, they put you in like one of those, you know, super-duper recliners where you're almost horizontal, but you're not. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, you're, I you're, do. You're way back like that. <clears throat> Doctor greets me. Hey, this is going to be great. You know, it's going to be wonderful. So he does this, the beginning 
thing on the first eye. They put this little thing in your your eye. And back in the day, they was a little mechanical uh, scalpel kind of thing, and it's called a microkeratome. And it runs around your eye and it cuts this 270 degree circumferential cut around your cornea. And matter of fact, when the RK first came out, they called it flap and zap because what they do is they would they would open your eye up, they'd flap it. And they'd flap it back. They'd cut this 270-degree thing so it's still holding on, so three-quarters of the way around your eye. And then they would uh, put the uh, you know, scalpel in it, and they would pull back the cornea, and they would zap it with the laser, which would correct your vision, and they put the cornea back together, and away you go. So I'm laying there. I'm thinking. So did you get um, RK or Lasix? Excuse me, Lasix. That's what I meant to say. LASIK. Okay. Yeah, LASIK. Yeah, LASIK. Okay. RK was the predecessor. So I got yes. LASIK. Okay. So I'm laying there, and the doctor, you know, met him several times. I'm going, like, God, this is going to be great. I'm going to be able to, because I've worn glasses since I was five years old. And I'm going, like, it's going to be so nice not to have stupid glasses or contacts or anything like that. So he, he says, okay, I'm going to start the procedure. He puts a little thing in my eye, hits a little button, and the next word is out of your mouth, where the first word was O, the second word was S blank blank t <laughs> so i'm thinking to myself this is not good when it's you, never a good sign <laughs> when the doctor is operating you on you says o s blank blank t right yes. not good and he says in a very calm voice brad we've had a little problem here um i have to tell you we've torn your cornea in half <laughs> i'm going like that doesn't sound good uh-uh. and he says we have two options he says, no, no matter what, he says, I have to do emergency surgery on your eye, and I have to suture up your eye. Uh. But I can go ahead and do the laser correction, and we can see what happens with that. He says, or we can just, just go directly to the emergency surgery where I'll suture up your eye, and we're done, and we'll just have to see what happens. I go, go ahead and do the laser. They did the laser, put my eye back up, you know, sutured me up, and I'm done. Only one eye. Okay, so did you have? I'm sorry. Did you have them do the surgery? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. So you went ahead and had the LASIK. He zapped me. And yeah, then just close it up. Yeah, then they they okay. you know normally they would just flap the 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 flap back and you know it heal right. back over and you'd be good to go. Well, not this time. You had to suture it. So it's pretty weird because you're awake for it, and I'm watching him operate on me. You know, what I mean, going like I mean literally stitch me up. And I'm going like... Well, it's not like you could close your eye. Right. It's is not good. He's stitching me up. So they have me sit there for a couple minutes. He says, I'm just going to stabilize you for a couple minutes. He says, normally we'd just, you know, we'd get you up and we'd just walk in. He says, I'm just going to stabilize you for a couple minutes. So he leaves the room and then he finally comes back in and he says, okay. Nurse comes in. They started getting me up and they started... He walks me out into the waiting room and one of the people who is from the company that does this, who is there, because the bizarre part of this is I was supposed to do a testimonial advertising for them on on television. This was part of my deal. I was supposed to say, yeah, I'm Brad Hildebrand, and I had the surgery, and it worked great. It didn't. And the lady who was head of the advertising agency was stunned. She was, like, out in the lobby, and she was like, oh, my God. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say <laughs> because things obviously went bad. So my son is sitting there, and he's a little bit worried because what I didn't realize was he's watching my surgery on TV. Now, keep in mind, in the big screen TV out in the lobby, 
you know, everybody, you know. Which back then they didn't have big screens. And this this was a big, big screen. It's like, you know, like yep. big, yep. big screen, like a rear projection kind of TV. Okay. Yeah. So we're watching all these successful operations. And later on the drive home, he tells me, Dad, I knew you were in trouble because we saw all those other operations. And when you started, I said to myself, O-S blank, blank T. That's what he said to me. And I said, you know what? That's what the doctor said. He goes, really? I go, yep. The doctor said O-S blank, blank T. And that's exactly. So he said that after that, he could see that the operation went badly on watching on the TV monitor. The nurse comes out and turns the TV off. <laughs> they Fair enough, Brad. <laughs> they don't want to show anything else to the other patients who you are sitting there. <laughs> right. And I'm thinking to myself, I wonder what those other people were thinking who were in queue behind me going like, I don't know if I want to have this operation or not. So my son, and I can remember it was, it was like, it was like a cold, wintry, you know, snowy day. And my son's driving my pickup truck, which is a stick shift. And he was, and we're going west on Highway 40 back in the St. Charles County and a couple plot spots, you know, going up the hills there, like to Mason and 141. We're having, you know, traffic was real slow and we're starting to slide around a little bit. I'm going like, okay, now worst case scenario we're going to get stuck on the way home <laughs> and I'll be stuck because I was told to get home immediately and lay in bed for a minimum of three days. Okay? Three that days. That doesn't surprise three me. Three days I'm supposed to lay in bed for three yeah. days. But the only time I was supposed to get up, I was supposed to go see the doctor. And for two months, two months, every day I had a doctor's appointment. Every single day. I met with this guy. And what they did was after they did the operation, they put the, what they called a bandage contact on my eye. which And every day I would go to see him. He would pull this thing off, squirt some junk in my eye, which turned colors and was tell him if there was an infection or not. And then when he did that test, he would squirt something else in my eye and stick a bandage contact. A bandage, I called a bandage contact. And away I go. And I met him at his office. I met him at a hospital. I mean, every day his, his secretary would say, call me, okay, today the doctor's going to meet you, blah, 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 you know, blah, blah. And twice I met him at his home. I met him at his home in Clayton. That day, the doctor's off today, so you'll meet him at his home. Here's his home address. So I show up at his home, and he, <laughs> he does the same thing, blah, 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 puts on his little surgical gloves, does my eyes. And this goes on for two months. And then it got to the point where my vision in this eye was changing every single day. So I still had to wear glasses because it screwed up my eye. And every day my eye would change. I mean, you know, from day to day my vision would change. So he tells me, and I told him, I have a tough time driving because, you know, I was all screwed up. And he says, let me tell you a little secret. He says, get a new pair of glasses at LensCrafters because we have an agreement with them that if within six months, if you're, if you're, um, your prescription changes, they'll change it free of charge. So I go, well, my eye's changing different every day. He says, they'll make you a new pair of glasses every day. So I didn't do it every day. So like every third day, I go to the lens crafters at the one at, at Mid-Rivers Mall, and I'd have a new pair of glasses made. No charge. You know, I paid for the first pair. And then I went in, sometimes I went in three, four times a week and got new glasses. My vision was changing that much. And it was so bizarre because they knew me by name. Oh, here comes Brad again. He's getting a new set of lenses today or just one lens. They would just change the one lens all the time. And I'm going like, this is weird. And I, I have to be honest with you. I was super depressed 
because I was so pumped. I'm going like, man, I'm not going to work. You know, because, you know, they talk about LASIK. You know, you come in, you, you get the operation. Next day, you're a new person. Next day, you're out and about. No, you know, no, no glasses. The world's clear as a bell. You know, you can see 10 miles with your new eyes and everything's wonderful. And I was like just the opposite. My life was screwed up to the max. So, you know, one of those crazy things. And then, and then uh, I had to wear these stupid, stupid, goofy glasses that changed all the time. This went on for almost a year. And end of that year, you know, my father died. And um, anyway, I got home one night, and uh, I want to talk about that. Anyway, that's stupid thing number 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 one. Number two, you know, today is. It's a sad day because you know what today is? Are you what? Going? Today is the last day of Blackberry. Of what? Blackberry. Remember the Blackberry? The last day of what? Blackberry. B-L-A-C-K-B-E-R-R-Y. Blackberry. You know the little, the, the smartphone kind of dealies? The Blackberries? Yeah. Today's the last day. For? They turn them off today. They do? All the classic Blackberries, if you still have one that works... Today is it at midnight there's tonight. There's still people that use them. They won't as of midnight tonight. <laughs> they're still on even the, the even the bigger ones. Well, if they're on the original BlackBerry system, they die today. Today is the last day. They will no longer Aww. work. They die today. They're being put to death. And I'm a guy who a long time ago, I you know it's funny. I heard another radio station yesterday talking about this. Why would people have a BlackBerry? I don't understand it. Why people? You know why people had Blackberries? Do you know why? why? I can give you the reason. Because Why? of the fact, when you had the flip phones, you didn't have a QWERTY keyboard. And remember how the, you had to text if you wanted yeah. A, you have to hit A three times, stuff like, you know, that goofy stuff? Yes. The BlackBerry gave you a full keyboard. It was a little tiny keyboard, but a full keyboard. And people got really good. I was never good with my thumbs. I was always a one-finger guy, but some people were really good with their Blackberries with two thumbs. And they called them, matter of fact, people got addicted to their Blackberry, and I sort of was in that case. They called them Crackberries. Because of the uh, fact you get addicted funny. to them. And what's interesting is they became the de facto standard for the United States government. Anybody, that's true. They did. Yeah, I mean, you had them in the FAA, right? Didn't all sorts of people have them in the FAA, right? Um, managers. Managers had them. Right. Any of the high, higher up people had Blackberries. Yes, they did. And I had a Blackberry. I fell in love with my Blackberry. I love my Blackberry. And to the point well, where... Well, I like my new Z Fold 3. Yeah, but it's not as good as my BlackBerry. My BlackBerry was the no, best. No, but see, I was never a BlackBerry person. I was a Trio person. Right. And I loved my Palm Trio. I loved it. I loved the Palm Pilot. You're going um, way. You're going way back with that stuff, man. That's that's I that's am. ancient stuff. And but this reminds me, this Z Fold Three, when you open it up and you've got a big screen and yeah, it's really easy to use, and um, I love it. Well, I think it's the new Palm Trio. I will tell you my my one panic story with my BlackBerry. I love my BlackBerry so much. And quite honestly, I made money with my BlackBerry because that was one of the things where I could return emails. If I was out and about, I could, you know, clients' emails, I could text people, but mainly emails. I mean, BlackBerry to this day, BlackBerry had the best email system. I have my iPhone. I like my iPhone. It does not come close to the, to the email capability of a BlackBerry. To this day, it's still not as quick as a BlackBerry. And and one day, I can't remember where I was, I was traveling, and I was flying, and I had one of those holsters that, like, it fit in your belt, like a belt holster, and you snapped it in a belt holster. And I was flying back to St. Louis on a business trip. I can't remember where I was. And 
I get on, and I'm using my BlackBerry, and I was using it in the waiting area, and I, I put it in my holster. At least I thought I did. Apparently, I missed my holster, and when I put it into my holster, which I missed, either that or popped out of my holster when I stood up, it ended up on the chair, and I didn't realize it. So I get in the plane, get seated. They close the door. The plane's being pushed back, and I go, oh, my God, I lost my BlackBerry, and I'm freaking out. Because, you know, the plane's push, pushing back. There's no way I can, hey, stop the plane. It's not like that lady in Phoenix that, you know, got onto the tarmac. You know, I, not like, a, you know, open up the, the door. I'm getting out. I need my BlackBerry. So I get back to St. Louis, and I call Southwest Airlines. And I can't remember what airport it was. And I told them, I left my BlackBerry, blah, 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 blah. And a lady called me back, and she says, we found it. I go, you found it? She goes, yeah. What's your address? I gave them my address. They FedExed it to me next day, no charge. Wow. It came, Mr. FedEx showed it, and the funny part of it was, it come. It shows up, and it's beeping because people were leaving me messages and things like that, and he goes, he says to me, what's in this thing? I go, it's my BlackBerry. Oh, that makes sense. So I opened it up, and there it was, my BlackBerry. So the Southwest Airlines people, I mean, went above and beyond, and you know, once that, you know, next day air. Well, one of our listeners, May Cody, brought you a. Um... Well, that was, but see, that's my other bizarre story because I had my BlackBerry at at Sprint, and I had the the service plan, and it was great. If my BlackBerry went bad, I go in, they give me a brand new one. You know, they just program, oh, here's a new one. Well, the last time that happened, I went in. I'm paying for the service, like, you know, 10 bucks a month, you know, for repair, replacement, right, stuff like that. Right. My BlackBerry breaks. I go to the Sprint store. Oh, we no longer do that. I go, well, hold on a minute. You're still charging me for that? Yeah, sorry, but we don't support the Blackberries anymore. I go, so what do I do? We don't know. So I went on the air one day, and I said, hey, my Blackberry's dying. It wasn't dead yet. My Blackberry's dying. Does anybody have a Blackberry they want to get rid of? And May, who you just mentioned, calls me, and she says, I got one. It's in my drawer at home. So she went home and got her Blackberry, and I switched it over to my to the her Blackberry. I used that for another year, and then that one died. I go, okay, it's time to move on. So yeah, that, May, um, I've never met that woman, but we've become quite the Facebook friends, because and I really um, appreciate her as a person. She took care of me with my BlackBerry. She gave me her old BlackBerry. And, you know, she did. And somewhere, I've got, I've got two of them still. And you know what the crazy thing about it is? What? I've, I've got notes in there that I need, and I can't find it anymore. I've got, like, passwords from websites and things like that that I have in there. One of my passwords from one of my, my Facebook accounts, I can't get into one of my Facebook accounts because I, I don't have the password, and it won't let me. And the other thing about it is not only will it not let me get into it because of the password, but I no longer have the email address for, like, you know, like sometimes, you know, hey, did you forget your, your password? Right, you right. know, what's your email address? And we'll, e- you know, email you a password reset. I can't even do that because the email address doesn't work anymore. So I'm like, crap. I'm Aww, screwed on poor that. baby. Yeah, I'm a poor baby. Anyway. That's my stupid story. So we talked about me with my surgery, 20th anniversary yesterday, and first first day today, at midnight tonight, BlackBerry goes into hibernation. Now, some of the newer BlackBerries, they ran on the Android system, where they weren't the true BlackBerry BlackBerries. The original oh, did they have BlackBerries that ran on the Android system? Ultimately, yeah. They, they started making some others. I don't think they ever went on Windows, but they ran on, some of the newer ones ran on. Did not know <laughs> that. Ran on Android. But, you know, and, you know, to this day, RIM, which is the company that made BlackBerry Research in Motion, um, they're a big software company right now. They don't, they don't produce phones anymore, but they were it. And I'm telling you, you know, and you know who killed BlackBerry? Who? Mr. Apple. 
that doesn't surprise me. Because when the when the app when the iPhone came out, that's was the beginning of the end for well, it was it was the double punch. They, they that was the beginning of the end for BlackBerry because of the iPhone, and then ultimately Google with Android. So and Palm. No, no, no nobody only only nerds use Palms. I'm a nerd. <laughs> In case you, you've known me long enough, you know I'm a nerd. You are. It is seven twenty-six.